Welcome to Sharing the Victory, the weekly national radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. This Saturday, we have the privilege of hearing from Seattle Seahawks running back, Sean Alexander, Florida State head football coach, Bobby Bowden. Your host, as every week, is communicator, sportscaster, and former college football coach, Ron Brown. Thanks for joining us. It's great to be back with you. I want to reintroduce to you the president of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Les Steckel, as we talk about the vision of this ministry and this radio show. Les, you are going to be featured weekly in our Coach's Corner feature, and you've had so many great experiences in the coaching world. Tell our listeners what you plan on presenting on a weekly basis during that feature. We know, Ron, for uh, the listeners, uh, if they don't know, I've been a football coach 32 years, mostly in the NFL. I spent 30 years in the Marine Corps, 27 of those on uh, active reservist time. I've been a dad, still a dad, with three children, 29, 26, and 22. And uh, I have to tell you, God has shown me uh, many life experiences, and certainly through his Holy Bible, you know, how to live an abundant life. And I've always said to people, I I miss coaching now. I love it. I've always enjoyed not only being a coach, but a teacher and a mentor. And uh, there's a lot of things when I get to my ripe old age that I'm able to share. So I call it coaching points, coaching tips. And I just want to make a difference in people's lives by sharing some things that could make a difference, as I've heard over the years. So, uh, Ron, I'm just going to coach them up. Well, Les, I'm really excited about that because I've loved your experiences, and I think America will benefit greatly from them. And and I understand that one of our segments on the Sharing the Victory program is something that you're very enthused about, and that is called FCA Across America. Why will this segment be so special to you, Les? Well, I really think the Fellowship of Christian Athletes is uh, the greatest Christian sports ministry in the world. That's what they tell us. And uh, just in the last two years, we've seen such an emphasis of uh, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through FCA across America. And we want to capture the highlights of all these different events that we have across America and give the listener an opportunity to see and hear what we're doing with FCA. I mean, just recently, Ron, in the last 19 months, we've touched 2.5 million people. That's a lot of folks. And we want to share our game plan, which is being a coach, you got to have a game plan. We always talk about our four C's, the coaches across America and their impact. They're truly a priority for us. Uh, we talk about our campus ministry, and we're over close to 10,000 campuses, college and high school and middle school campuses. And then our third C is our camps. And, you know, going strong this past summer, we've had over 225 camps, week-long camps for athletes and coaches. And lastly, FCA is very involved in that last C called community. So we're excited to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ through FCA across America. Let me ask you, you talk about wanting to steward sports. Ron, tell our listeners what you mean by this term, steward sports. Well, you know, Les, as I looked up the word stewardship, uh, so often we tend to think of it from a financial viewpoint. But in Matthew chapter 25, we see the parable of the talents, and those talents could be anything that were handed out by the Lord. Uh, There were eight talents handed out in that story to three different servants, and they were called to steward them. Another word for that would be to manage. But as you look at what managing is biblically, particularly from that parable, what you'll see is that it's about advancement. It's about taking those gifts and advancing those, risking those, not trying to protect them, not trying to hide them, but putting them out there 
and mixing it up with the world and watching those gifts expand the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ in a powerful way. And when Jesus returns, that's what he's going to be looking for, a repossession and an advancement of that which he's given us. I don't want to turn back the sports world and the gift that we've been given in the sports world and hand back the same thing that he handed us. We want to be able to expand and take ground, kingdom ground through the sports world. And we have a great opportunity to do that. And so when I talk about stewarding sports, I'm talking about understanding four basic truths. Number one is that there is the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we want this show to continually present the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. And that means that there is one way, one way to Christ. There's only one way to do sports. There's two ways that operate on this world, God's way and man's way, but there's only one way for the Christian to operate, and that is the way of Christ through sports. Secondly is goal. We want the goal to be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. The goal is not to win the state championship or the national championship or the professional world championship. The goal is to be conformed to the image of Christ. And God will use sporting events and sporting circumstances to develop that kind of Christian character, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, in the lives of these athletes and coaches. And we want athletes and coaches to be centered on those things. That's what really maximizes their talents and honors God. Thirdly, we talk about possess. We want to have Jesus Christ repossess this land. We want the locker room to be a place where athletes and coaches who are Christians aren't just huddled off in a corner somewhere, just kind of doing their faith behind the scenes. We want that Bible study, so to speak, to come front and center in that locker room. We want Christian influence to permeate throughout the athletic departments. It doesn't take large numbers. It just takes faithful messages of the Word of God. And then finally, uh, we use the word display, and that means that God wants to display his glory. Sometimes less it's through winning the Super Bowl. Sometimes, like in your case, it's uh, coming one yard short. God will still display his glory even in a loss, and we've seen that in your life. We want to have a forum in the sports world where God can sovereignly display his glory, and we want to help set up those opportunities. So that's what we're talking about when we say stewarding sports. We want to faithfully take the gift of sports and advance it for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. You know, uh, Rod, I smile. I say thanks for bringing that up one more time. You know, coming up one yard short, uh, winning a world championship in Super Bowl 34. But I am so excited about how he put it on my heart to write the book, One Yard Short, Turning Your Defeats into Victories. You know, we have seen 45,000 of these books sold or distributed across America. And, Ron, the emails that we get on a weekly basis from complete strangers saying, I've read your book, One Yard Short. It's changed my life. It's turned my life in the opposite direction. It's made the biggest difference in my life. I'm not any great author. But God used that moment in Super Bowl history to stimulate me to write this book to now make a difference for the kingdom. And for many, many people out there who love the world of sports and who now know Jesus Christ, that's what FCA is all about. Hey, Ron, I really look forward to working with you on this program each week. It's going to be exciting. You bet it is. God bless you, Coach Steckel. Thanks for being uh, our leader here in FCA. Up next on Sharing the Victory, Ron talks with Seattle Seahawks running back and NFL MVP, Sean Alexander. But first, we take a brief time out. You love sports, and you love reading about sports. 
But your favorite sports publication seems to have become little more than a fantasy league report. Enter Sharing the Victory. If you like what you're hearing today, you'll for sure want to read FCA's Sharing the Victory magazine, published nine times a year. Sharing the Victory magazine is 40 full-color pages featuring in-depth articles on some of America's most popular professional and college athletes and coaches. In Sharing the Victory magazine, you'll also get solid tips on sports nutrition, profiles on outstanding FCA community service projects, sports-themed devotionals, perspectives from wives of coaches, and commentaries from Ron Brown that challenge you to take a stand for your faith in every arena of life. Call now to order your subscription to Sharing the Victory magazine for only $19.95 per year at the toll-free number 1-800-386-0941. That's 1-800-386-0941. Or go to our website at sharingthevictory.com. Again, is your host of Sharing the Victory, Ron Brown. Our guest on Sharing the Victory, the great running back from the Seattle Seahawks, Sean Alexander, eight-year veteran in the uh, National Football League, uh, certainly one of the great runners that the National Football League has ever had, out of the University of Alabama. Sean, welcome to Sharing the Victory. Hey, thank you, brother. How you doing? I'm doing great. Obviously, in your football career, Sean, you've had the privilege of being in big games, Of course, in uh, 2005, you were the National Football League's most valuable player, went to a Super Bowl. Last year, you all went to the NFC Championship game. You had a big game in the championship game, came back from a foot injury early in the year and really finished the season off strong. Where did you learn the roots and the foundation of your faith? I got saved when I was 10, and I had a really simple simple message that God gave me. I don't have to know much, but I have to be obedient. <laughs> and uh, and then from there, just growing and learning. And I chased knowledge. I chased wisdom. I chased to be around great men of faith. I didn't go around the people that were struggling or having wild and crazy lives or days, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to get information from. I went from the best, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, was like, I chased God. And, um, and I think that um, last year when I um, broke my foot, it really gave me a time to, to just reflect, you know, and be thankful, you know, and be grateful. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people just forget to be grateful. During that time, I got to sit down and read some books, and I just really got to get into, you know, a person's true calling. And I think that sometimes people don't ever get into what's God really calling you to do. And I started just accepting that. Okay, God, so now I've got a broken foot, never been hurt ever in my life. Okay, so what is this? And I knew that any time you go through a trial, God's trying to make you perfect. Mm. So there was something that I was just missing. And I said, okay, well, I know it's not sin. I'm not just going out and sinning, but I am a sinner. So that means that there's some form of me that's just off. Hmm. So let me figure out what it is. And I, and I went back and I started looking at relationships I have with people and people I need to honor and, and relationships I need to close or even open up even more. And I had to just be real with myself. And I knew one of them was, hey, Sean, you know what? Um, you just need to slow down. You know, you don't have to be the best friend with everybody. That's not godly. That's false humility. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, uh, and I realized, oh, okay, you know what? Sometimes it's better for me to just say, hey, how you doing? God bless you, and, and move on. Mm-hmm. Instead of, hey, you know, if you ever need anything, you come on by right, my house because I'm right. a Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I got, I'm so busy, I can't even think straight, you know. Right. And um, and God just really took me to that point where, you know, slowing down is an okay thing, Sean. You know, I know, I know you love people, and I know you're going to do things for my kingdom. 
but good is not always God. And I think that was the greatest thing, greatest lesson I learned. Hmm. Well, Sean, you know, this maturity that you have, I know, didn't just happen overnight. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about is uh, what I would call today the college life is the bastion of opposition to the message and the person of Jesus Christ. And so, therefore, those who will follow the Lord Jesus Christ through their college experience and who are called into leadership positions really have to be bold and uh, courageous. Talk to us a little bit about your days at Alabama. How did you lead on that campus? And tell us what that was like. It was amazing. I think that um, about education in itself, you know, God said um, you can't love, you can't serve two gods. You'll hate one and and love the other. You'll despise one and be devoted to the other, you know. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing it says is you can't serve God and money. And I think that when people think about college that they go to, they really need to go and ask themselves, well, why am I going to college? Hmm. Most people say to get an education, to get a good job, to make a lot of money. Right. Now they're serving money again. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Exactly. So it's a really right. dangerous thing, you know, and I don't want anybody to not go to college and not get a good job. But, like, you've got to grab back the understanding that even going to college is to find yourself to walk into God's calling. Hmm. And I think God's grace was just really on me. But uh, I think that I was after more than just being a good football player and hope that I go to the pros. I was like, man, I, I want to figure out like where God really wants to take me. And I was, God, I, I want you to, to show me, make it really obvious. FCA at Alabama, I think we have the longest running chapter in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, it was really strong. And I just was like, okay, well, I can go and learn how to be a godly man and, and kind of check things out. And it was really cool because it was just good fellowship, you know. And then next thing you know, they, they asked me about this. FCA camp in Black Mountain, North Carolina, the mm-hmm. summer before my junior year. And I got up there, and it was, it was just one of those times where I got to see other people, great athletes, same shoes as me, mm-hmm. you know, walking it out, really in love with God, just like me, stars on their campus, just like I was, mm-hmm. not wavering. And it just impressed me. And I saw a lot of high school kids that you knew were going to be stars, you know, and they would look at us. And I, I think Bobby Bowden said it best, um, he said, uh, you know, you college kids need to understand these high school kids will make this statement. I went to Black Mountain, North Carolina, FCA camp to see my God, and then my God pointed me to their God, and now I choose their God, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, that kind of stuff just, like, it, it soaked into my spirit. It soaked into my heart of who I am. I'm a person that's going to, to lead leaders, and I'm going to show them who my God is. And uh, and let God run with them from there. And it's just been amazing. And that's where the Sean Zander Foundation does now. We partnered up with mm-hmm. several organizations. Of course, one of them is FCA, and we send kids to that same Black Mount camp I went to the summer before my junior year in college. Mm-hmm. And I believe that God's called me to create some weapons for Christ. You know, It really looks like you're operating out of the paradigm that this isn't about me. And I cannot serve God and mammon. I, I can only serve God. And you sold out on it. Our hat's off to you. We, as a body of Christ, just want to thank you for standing up in the world of sports on your campus at the University of Alabama when you played there and in all of the accolades that you bring to the table. You've been a great guest, and it's an honor to have you on Sharing the Victory, FCA's national radio program. My guest has been Sean Alexander. I'm Ron Brown, and I'm glad you're with us. We're going to return in just a moment with the winningest coach in NCAA Division I football history, Bobby Bowden. So I'll be right back.
For working out or hanging out, for games, for campus, for every occasion, FCA has clothing that both feels comfortable and also allows you to honor God when you wear it. T-shirts, polos, caps, sweaters, and jackets are just some of the clothing items you'll find listed in our free catalog from FCA Gear. Top name manufacturers and contemporary designs feature inspiring statements of faith. Whether you're male or female, an athlete, coach, parent, or fan, you'll want to show your support, the heart and soul in sports. And of course, Bibles, devotionals, worship CDs, and posters are also always available. To order your free copy of FCA Gear's catalog, call toll-free 1-800-386-0941 or go to fcagear.com. Again, that's 1-800-386-0941 or fcagear.com. Now back to Sharing the Victory and your host, Ron Brown. Bobby Bowden has won two national championships as the head football coach for Florida State University, but he's also one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yet, when you really sit down and talk with Bobby Bowden, as I have numerous times, his humor is so evident, but it is combined with a very serious passion and his love for Jesus Christ. In this segment of FCA Across America, you'll get to hear a portion of Bobby Bowden's message at a FCA event in Florida this year. I fell in love with FCA as, first, as soon as I found out about it, which would have been around 1963. That's the first time I became involved with it. A couple of things about the FCA that you may know and you may not know. It started back in the mid-50s out at Oklahoma State University in Stillwater. Now, the idea, a great idea, is to get athletes to start being role models. You know, let's get us players trying to be role models for these young men we're coaching or these young kids that are watching us. Now, folks, there's nothing we need in this nation more today than role models. We're getting some. Some of them not very good. Some of them are bad. Some of them you don't want your kids to see, you know. Anyway, the FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, trying to get these men to realize the value that they have in society at these young guys that are watching them. If you're like me, when I was a kid, you know, I was raised right behind a high school football field. I mean, as early as I can remember, I've heard a football being kicked, you know, and standing on the sideline and watching the older guys play, not realizing one of these days I would be out there too, you know. We all are hero worshipers, all of us. All Americans are hero worshipers. You worship a military soldier or you worship a politician or you worship a minister or you worship a player or somebody that's a hero to you, had been a hero to you, you know. And boy, if that hero just does the right things, you're probably going to do the right things. FCA back in the mid-50s, it's very easy for me to see the importance of it and how good a thought it was. But folks, that's been 50-something years ago. That has been magnified a hundred times. We think the need was great back in those days. The need now is a hundred times more than then because of what we're seeing on television, what we're seeing in our society, you know, that's just tearing down the morals of our, of our young people. You know it? And where have they got to get it? Where these kids got to get it? They can't get it out on the street, you know? They got to get it in the home. Where are the homes? What's happened to the homes? So one question I was asked, I've been asked it many times, when you've coached as long as I have, you're going to get this question. Have players changed? 
Well, you think the automatic answer is, oh, yeah. Men, they ain't changed. Boys haven't changed. Parents changed. Parents quit raising their kids. What do you expect out of those kids? You see, men, where's the male figure in the home? Don't you think a boy needs a male figure? They're raised by mothers. They're raised by grandmothers. They're raised by big sisters. A boy needs a male. Now, if he don't get it in the home, where is he going to get it? You. You. You are the closest thing over 50% of these players will have as a father, as a dad. And they need a dad, man. They need a dad. I've had players come to Florida State, men, they ain't ever been told no. You know, you tell them to do something they don't want to do. They don't, they can't, what, do you, what do you mean you want me to do it? I ain't, I ain't, nobody's ever told me I had to do anything, you know. So anyway, that's where FCA can come in, man. That's, that's where you can come in. Now, as you guys list them, these guys and me and other guys, or you're here for some reason. Some of you will probably want to do something about it. Some of you maybe not. But, again, you, you might be the only daddy he, he ever has, you know. I've seen more lives change through FCA than I have uh, any other way. Hey, the best players we have, if I start naming the All-Americans at Florida State, nearly every one of them say, I changed my life through FCA. I changed my life through FCA. Every night I have a child award, it was just raised that way. Every night I have, but you take Dion and you take Corey Simon, you take Derek Brooks, and you take uh, Warwick Dunn and a lot of these young men. They, they, had, good, they had good mamas, you know. But they, through the fellowship of Christian athletes, that's where most of them committed their life to Christ and to God, you know. But there's one verse that has always struck me as a football coach. I mean, when I first started, I mean, when I read this scripture, I said, my goodness, this is talking about a coach. And it's the part where it says, if you break God's commandments, and if I break God's commandments, I'm going to pay for it. Now, I know that one holds up forever. There are consequences to everything we do. But the scripture was talking about, so if you break a commandment, you're going to pay for it. It said, but if you cause somebody else to break it, <laughs> it'd be better off to have a millstone tied around your neck and you thrown in the water. Now, that, that instruct me. <laughs> of course, I'm an old scaredy cat, you know, <laughs> but that one struck me, you know. In other words, I got to be sure my boys don't go to hell because of me. Coming up next is commentary from the president of the FCA, longtime NFL and college football coach, Les Steckel. Stay tuned for Coach's Corner following this brief timeout. Disappointments are a daily aspect of our busy lives. But what if your disappointment is also visible to hundreds of millions of TV watchers? You can imagine what Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator Les Steckel experienced as his Titans came up one yard short of victory in the most memorable play in 40 years of Super Bowl history. Now, after 32 years as an NFL and college coach, Les Steckel has written about his roller coaster life journey common to football coaches. Game defeats, job losses, and multiple moves can actually lead to an amazing personal and spiritual victory, as you'll discover in his book, One Yard Short, Turning Your Defeats into Victories. Get a copy for yourself or several for friends. One Yard Short is available for only $15.99, toll free at 1-800-386-0941. 
That's 1-800-386-0941 or online at fca.org. You are listening to FCA's Sharing the Victory with Ron Brown. Once again, it's time for our regular weekly feature, Coach's Corner, with the president of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Les Steckel. In 1972, my first year in coaching, as a young coach, I walked into a high school locker room in Chicago, and I saw this huge banner, and it said, Promises are for losers. Commitments are for winners. What's the difference between the two? Is there a difference? To me, the distinction between promises and commitments comes in the form of action. Promises are only words. Commitments have to be carried out. As a coach, I used to tell the players, when all is said and done, usually more is said than done. It was easy to make bold statements and say we could do certain things, but to actually do them was quite another. The area of commitment then became a great way for me to model Jesus Christ to the team, to the coaches, to the players. I knew that I had been called by God to be a spiritual leader and a coach. By honoring my commitments as a coach, as a husband, as a father, and as a man, I was able to reflect a better picture of Christ. Coach John Wooden, who's always been my favorite coach of all time, once said, good things take time. That's so true. There's no way to create a championship team in a microwave. It takes time to build relationships, and only when we are committed to overcoming obstacles and refusing to give up on each other that we will reach our goal of fulfilling God's calling to love one another as He loves us. This may mean playing unselfishly on the basketball court, displaying unconditional love to your family, going the extra mile as a committed employee, or truly becoming an active and involved participant in your church. In our marriage, my wife Chris and I have no-cut contracts. She's not a free agent. She's my franchise player. And together with Christ, we will always win. If you remain committed to your own relationships, I'm convinced together with Jesus Christ, you will win every time. Today, do as the Lord said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 37, let your yes be yes, so that when people look at you, they know your commitment will be carried out and finished, just like Christ did for you and me on the cross when he said, it is finished. God bless you today. Wasn't it great to have Seattle Seahawks running back Sean Alexander on? What a personable guy. And of course, that effervescent head football coach from Florida State University, Bobby Bowden. I really had a blast. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we're going to highlight FCA's Fields of Faith, a special invitation for youth all across America to go to their fields and stand for Jesus Christ. We'll also take a look at FCA across America with former National Football League player Bruce Matthews. And do you remember Danny Warfield? On our Where Are They Now feature, we're going to highlight the former Heisman Trophy winner from the University of Florida, Danny Warfield. It's a fascinating story. You don't want to miss it. Until then, God bless you from all of us at FCA's Sharing the Victory. Thank you for listening today. We always welcome your comments, and we're happy to receive nominations for our features honoring outstanding athletes and coaches. If you'd like to recommend a particular Christian athlete or coach in your area, please do write us. Tell us as much as you can about him or her, including, of course, their sport, their school, their leadership, and notable community involvement. You can write us via email at sharingthevictory.com 
or by mail at Sharing the Victory, 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul of sports.